0: Hey, this is Ray Amonage, you're watching Shout Out Loudcast. Cast, and uh, we're playing lots of good music. We, I know these guys are great fans of rock and roll, and that's what we deliver. See you all soon. Please come and see us when we play in America. I want to! <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. Oy.
1: Pressing the button, star, Parker, Simmons, star? Old Stanley. is that what he does? Stop shouting! He's, He's, crazy. Crazy. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive crazy? thing? Okay? Alright. gonna grab me a nice, cold,
0: mellow yellow.
1: Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because fuck the 617 525 You do! Hey, fucko! Do you like Kiss? Settle down! Hello! Hey, what's up there? Kiss Army! Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 216. This one is called michael debar
0: yeah <laughs> uh my head is still hurting from laughing so hard we just finished the interview with him and uh my god it just woo, incredible incredible yeah. can't we'll, wait for you guys to hear this
1: yeah we'll get into it uh shortly yep uh but uh it's uh I, I will try to make sure that we don't go off on too much of rants today. No, that
0: never happens.
1: Yeah. Um, so we're in the middle of the beginning of the Kiss Ultimate Madness tournament.
2: Tournament.
1: Yep. And <laughs> it's a lot of work, mostly done, uh, shouldered by my buddy over there, Tom, who handles all the polls, the, putting all the brackets and getting all this stuff done and he's uh shouldered most of it and you guys some of you guys are excellent however <laughs> some of you guys I... we give we give
0: the people who aren't familiar with what a bracket is uh most of the european overseas people but my god wow
1: <laughs> <laughs> And, wow. my, and my my favorite, and nobody's doing it with ill intent. Nobody's no. trying to be a dick and stuff. No. It's just very overwhelming. So in general, like, again, you know, people are trying to be nice, but the, they're asking, oh, why don't, why don't you do a Tom? Why don't you do a horror movie one? Yeah, like, he's got nothing to do right now.
0: Maybe I will. <laughs> although I did, t- I did filter people over to a Twitter page that does a horror March Madness thing. So... I mean, I'm glad you guys love it. And we loved it. We wouldn't do it if we didn't love doing it. But especially this year, I Ugh. said to Zeus, by far, we have shattered the number, the the record for the number of brackets we've received. Yeah. Which, yeah. which is awesome. Which is fucking awesome.
1: Um, we've got a lot of good people involved. We've got a lot of the regulars. I love seeing some people that have on their fifth time doing a March Madness Oh, It's with
0: all, it, it been with us since year one.
1: Yeah. So thank you guys for playing along. Thank you guys for being there. And let's make life easier for Tom, huh? Come on. Nah, don't, don't worry.
0: Don't worry about me. If you'd fuck up, I'll just delete your bracket and discount. <laughs> so don't worry about it. I've done that before.
1: <laughs> so anyway, before we go forward, we go backwards and we do it with the help of our friend, Tony Barone, the t- Yes,
0: Tony and ABCPA Inc. Hey, Loudcasters, ABCPA Inc. is an accounting firm located in the suburbs of Chicago that can assist you with all of your accounting and tax needs. For business, they offer bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing federal and state income tax returns, and helping with starting your own business. For individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorships, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, and filing personal, federal, and state income tax returns. They have access to all 50 states. So whether you live in Indiana or Arkansas, ABCPA Inc. can prepare and e-file on your behalf. Did you know Kiss Army? If you own a business with employees and have had a 20% reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to COVID or state-mandated shutdowns, you might be entitled to additional tax credits. Follow them on Facebook and LinkedIn and visit them on their website at www.abcpainc.com. That's abcpainc.com. Or email Tony at Tony at abcpainc.com. That's Tony at abcpainc.com. Or call them 708-430-3232. That's 708-430-3232. Mention, shout it out loud, cast, and get 10% off your tax preparation fees. And I want to add a separate comment here as well. I am proud to say that I am taking advantage of Tony's business because Tony is filing my taxes for me this year. Uh 2022 was uh a, a bit of a year for me and uh, that's all I'll say so it's a little overwhelming for me to go through everything so Tony uh, as a friend, as a loudcaster, and as a CPA, is handling my affairs for me. And so so far, the process with Tony has been beyond smooth. Everything has been great, uh, communication and everything. So please, you can listen to me. Trust me, kids. Go to ABCPA.com. And Tony, thank you. Uh, as a friend, as a loudcaster, as an advertiser, and as the tax man, go to him.
1: Yeah, ABCPA Inc. and Tony Barone. That's right. So, Tom, we did a poll. Yeah, Try we've to- done we've done
0: nine thousand polls, but yeah, uh, the poll that we did for episode related was we decided to say which of these is the best song that did not make the tournament of sixty four songs, and the options were Two Thousand Man, Shandy,
1: Strange Ways, and the Oath. Zeus, care to venture who won that poll? I don't give a fuck because you guys put Shandy in there and half of you guys are morons. But go ahead.
0: Wow. Other than that. Okay, cool. Strange Ways, 31%. Ace Cult. 2000 Man, 25%.
1: Ace Cult. Shandy, 24%. Morons. Oath, 20%. That's beyond stupid. The oath that is, is the beyond stupid
0: because the oath is the best song out of the four. Exactly.
1: So exactly. The, the,
0: the fact that that came in last is just beyond ridiculous. Our buddy Andy could be several upsets. I would pick multiple ones that are seated in the teens, maybe even a 16th seed. Yes, that's true. Bob Zelenka says when it comes time to vote, I'm voting for two 16 seeds over two of the number one seeds can't even flip a coin. That's Jim Riley. lot of comments like that. The feedback has been overwhelming, incredible, amazing, and so much fun. And we're just getting started by the time this episode drops a um, couple of a ra- uh, couple of the, the brackets will already have been over and uh, we just can't wait to continue. It's going to be, a, it's going to be killer. And uh, w- the one thing we want to say too, is that we were proud to show off everybody the amazing prize pack that you're going to win. So obviously the event is sponsored by the great Tony Barone from ABCPA but it's also sponsored by Jersey Ninja and their incredible hockey jerseys, including their kiss ones that Zeus and I both own and Gene Simmons money bag soda, where you guys are going to get a bundle of soda from them, a Gene Simmons money bag t-shirt and some shout it out Loudcast merch. So this is going to be an amazing prize pack. And we think that this tournament is going to be pretty incredible. Uh, The early rounds are always the best. Uh, People are hoping for some upsets. We'll see what we get, uh, but it's going to be a blast. So we can't thank you guys enough for the participation and the involvement and interaction. It's going to be great.
1: All right, Tom, over on our Facebook page, a couple people are looking at the brackets and already upset about future matchups. Chris D says, I stole your love versus fits like a glove. Son of a bitch. Yep. Uh, Kyle Schneider says we're supposed to choose between Come on and love me and Parasite You guys are evil Um, Adam Nickmeyer says Tom Jesus Christ How come you don't have an interactive bracket You
0: want to read my response to him
1: Sorry we're not ESPN (laughs) (laughs) Yeah Jesus Fucking Christ is right (laughs) (laughs) And I told him Thanks we'll use this for our next rant Yeah we're gonna go spend Fucking I don't know how many thousands of dollars to make an interactive Twitter fucking uh poll bracket for you guys? You lazy Yeah, you lazy
0: fucks can print out the thing and, and do it.
1: Or feel free to donate to our Patreon page and then we'll buy it. I don't know how much it will cost us. A couple thousand dollars, Tom?
0: Easy. But anyways, Adam, we love it's you right. anyways. We love you anyways, Adam Nick Meyer.
1: <laughs> for now. For now. Um over on our Loud Casters page, Gary Cap. Uh-oh. Angry Gary. Time to reclaim my title.
0: Ooh, I yeah, like it. Gary was
1: pe- a f- previous winner.
0: I like when people talk like that. But Gary, the challenge of this, and it's actually not really a challenge. Are you going to pick pick the bracket that's fun or are you going to pick the bracket that you think is going to get you to win the tournament because this is a Hard tournament. Okay, Mr. Speed ain't going to the Final Four. It's never going to happen.
1: Sorry. Yeah, I've had that. That's one of the next comments I was going to read. Paul Yakuber says, note to self, when filling out this bracket, think like a kiss card. That's right. Best chances of winning.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Yeah. Over on our YouTube page, uh, Marty White says, I think I got the wrong brackets. Minor comparisons of Kiss songs and songs they rip off. <laughs> Let's put the X in sex. Addicted to love. Reason to live. I want to know what love is. Read my body. Pour some sugar on me. I just want to. Summertime blues. These can't be the right ones,
0: right? Nice. Well done. Well done. Yeah.
1: Uh, Patrick writes, the ultimate in Kiss nerdology. <laughs> I love it. Your podcast will outlast the last days of Kiss. By far, with creative episodes like these, much better than regurgitating the known and endless fact-checking in a soulless effort like many others out there. Wish I had the time to play, using the last two or three years' results and metrics could easily give an edge to picking the right horse.
0: Oh, I like it. He's going to do like money ball for the KISP tournament.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Over to you, Tom. Uh, let's get to a couple emails here. So
0: we got this comes from our good friend, Mr. Antonio 2005 from our website. Yes, you can comment directly on our website at shoutoutloudcast.com. He says, Sam Ace, Sam Ace Rothstein just called, and he's given a five to one odds that a Peter song makes it into the final four this year. He's also given 50 to one odds that Ace's girlfriend joins his band as a backup singer in 23. She's my new bride. and then we got one from our good buddy Costa Vucinas love 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 the kiss madness tournaments guaranteed laughs watching these one-on-one battles develop on Twitter this year's tournament is special for me as it means spring is finally here and I can soon go back to listen to you guys on the weekend and early week life does imitate Seinfeld and what started as helping out a colleague whose car died during the holidays by offering a lift to and from work downtown became three and a half months of this is how it would feel like to be in traffic twice a day with your parents in the car yakking non-stop, yes, non-fucking-stop about what every driver on the road is doing wrong including me she's a nice lady who should have retired a decade ago but since she lives two minutes from my house works at the same place I do and her dealership promised they would have her new car for her in the new year I said okay to giving her a lift and Zeus, before your mind goes there She's not exactly what you would call Linda Carter. More like a hungover mod. Or the teacher in the girl's school video from Britney Fox. (laughs) This carpooling destroyed my routine of listening to you guys while in the car, even though at first... Yeah, Costa, don't listen to this fucking episode. She would actually laugh along with your comments. Until the day I went to gas up and I didn't pause the show. When I got back in the car, she asked if we could listen to the morning news instead of those filthy characters (laughs) on this channel. I think it was one of the episodes where you guys were talking about Rita Hayworth, Ava Gardner, or Joan Crawford getting banged by anyone, (laughs) plus Peter Northstar's throwing ropes. So now I've been listening to CJAD 800 AM radio news, weather and sports all this time. But yesterday she let me know that her car was being delivered on March 31st so I am ecstatic that I won't have to wait until my Thursdays and Fridays off to catch up on your episodes. The show keeps getting better and better, and you guys continue to find ways to deliver so much material that is varied but consistently funny, interesting, and relevant. There is nothing a Kissed Hard craves more than to hear news about the band or music they have never heard before. And this is what SIOL does every week. Kudos, gents. Yeah, Costa, incredible story, incredible email, my friend. And for that, you are comment of the week.
1: Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. (laughs) Ah, God bless you, Costa. That was awesome. Love it.
0: That was great. Now, one more thing I do want to mention about the brackets. We were thrilled to get some heavy hitters participating again this year. We had our buddies Chris Jericho, Charlie Benante, P.J. Farley, Bruce Kulik, the girls from Plush, and a real interesting surprise, Zeus, Linda Cohn from ESPN. Wow.
3: The Pretty great- cool.
1: Yeah, the great Jeremy Asbrock, uh, Phil had sent me some messages, too. He was going to get it in. And then the usual suspects that, you know, come along. We got to look at Sonny's. We got to look at fucking Courtney Cronin Smith, Dold, Rodham Clinton. Asada. I don't even know if he sent one in that Hall of Famer. He's not in the Hall of Fame. No,
0: he's he's not. He's never getting in. Never. The more you guys push for it, it's never
1: happening. Yeah. Joey Casada. <laughs> anyway, what we'd like to do next is give a tip of the hat and a shout out to our family over at Patreon. Uh, Patreon is one of the reasons why this podcast is still continuing to grow and uh, continuing to find the success we've had. We couldn't have done it without Patreon. Patreon is where people can join and contribute to the show in different tiers. And then we, in turn, give back some stuff in different tiers. And it's a fun community. Uh, the, The conversations in there are hilarious. Uh, We do our own little things. We got our own little gigs going on in Patreon. And uh, it's never been bigger and it's never been better. And they do a lot to help the show. As we always say, if you always wonder, hey, man, I love the show. How can I help? Well, you really want to help the show become a Patreon member. I mean, we have different tiers on purpose so that, you know, if something can fit your budget. But being a Patreon member really helps the show. And it's a big, big uh reason why this show keeps growing. And uh we get awesome guests like the one we got, and we keep coming up with new ideas and <clears> stuff <throat> that'll be coming down uh the pike, and you'll see because they'll be coming here soon. So thank you very much. We love our Patreon family. God bless, and uh, you know, if you're interested, go to patreon.com, go to Patreon the app, but more importantly, Go to the website right on the landing page. It says Patreon. Click that and read all about us.
0: You guys are the best. We say it every week. So eternally grateful for every contribution that you guys make. Uh, We love the Patreon family. Uh, You guys are so special to us. And again, this show exists and continues to grow and do great things all because of you. We do it for you and we do it because of you. So thank you so much.
1: Tom, what we do is we go over to Kiss World to find out what's going on over there. It's kind of quiet, right?
0: It is kind of quiet, yeah. Uh, Zeus and I, before we record, were talking a little bit about some stuff about the cruise. Because people are starting to get a little worried. I mean, it's it's the end of March. Uh, the website shows something about news will come out in the spring of 23. But I, I don't know, man.
1: Anything on your end? you seen anything? So what I did is I, on my own, called them yesterday. Oh, perfect. There you go. And I spoke to the rep, and they don't have any news. Now, that's that's not good. What I asked them was Does that mean that they can't go in January? Are you guys booked? She said, No, there are two spots still available in January for the Kiss Cruise to be scheduled. Yes, it's possible. But we don't have any news yet. It could happen soon, it might not happen till later. But, uh, you know, she hasn't heard one thing that it's canceled. She hasn't one heard that it's definitely going. But all she said was that they're still openings. So people that you see are saying, oh, they're, they're booked for January. So it's definitely like, no, that's not true. I heard it directly from the Kiss Cruise people. There's still openings for January if Kiss Cruise is happening on that month.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it's just weird that that. I don't know. I'm getting, put it this way. I I mean, not to be melodramatic here. I'm getting a little bit worried that, uh, that there might be second thoughts or there might be something going on because when we were on the kiss cruise last year, there was tons of specific information about the cruise, even as so much to say that it would be January of 24. I mean, it still can be, but usually this stuff is booked and planned like a, almost a year out. Usually you can put like a down payment on the next cruise while you're on the existing cruise. Um, so uh,
1: yeah, I'm not sure. Um, other than that, kind of quiet, really nothing going on. No, Tom, I would just probably add that, you know, the spinning gold commercials are coming out. It's being released. I think on 31st or the 30th. I'm not even sure
0: that looks like I can't get past the fucking makeup. I just can't, I can't get past it. It's so embarrassing.
1: Yeah. Well, um, that's coming out too. And, uh, other than that, it's really, you know, prepping for the new concert dates coming out i mean they're all over the place i every time i scroll on social media there's a fucking kiss thing where i'll get emails about the kiss concerts coming up so
3: you
1: know that's really it so let's uh let's take a break and let's see if uh i can get the maitre d to come smell what's going on in my car
0: All right, we're back. Um, yeah, the car still stinks, and while I was gone, I tried to return uh, Rochelle Rochelle to the video store, and yeah, they don't even have VHS there anymore. So we're kind of in trouble with that one. We'll see if Michael can help us.
1: Yes. Speaking of Michael, he's been in the Kiss world, the Zeppelin world, in my life for years, and in addition to that, he's all over TV. So as you'll see in the interview. He's always been kind of like I know that guy. Well, why is that guy famous? I've seen that guy. I know, like, and um, he has this awesome documentary on Amazon Prime. Uh, Michael DeBar, who do you want me to be? Go check it out. It's about an hour. You'll fucking love it. It's incredible. This guy knows everybody, and everybody knows him. He has no fucks left to give. And again, you know, we're going into this. I'm not sure how he's going to be because he's a fucking badass. You know, maybe he doesn't have uh, the patience or 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 he's quick or he's, uh, you know, glib or whatever. I don't know what we're going to get because he's got such a strong personality, man. I don't want to get too much into it, but. So glad we got this interview, just so glad.
0: It was incredible. Like I said, my head is still hurting from laughing. When he is not being hilarious, he is being so thoughtful and introspective and appreciative of his life, of his career, of his connections, of his involvements. But then he's just fucking hilarious. It it was what a special interview. We could have easily spent two hours with this guy by far. And he was so gracious with the time that he gave us. Um, And we think you guys are just going to have a lot of fun with it. So here you go. All right, so we're welcoming an extremely special guest that we're so excited to have. A man whose resume is so long and vast that it could probably be its own episode. He is a rock star. He is a musician. He is an actor. He is a marquee. (laughs) He has been in the band Silverhead, Detective. He's worked with Jimmy Page and Robert Plant and Kiss and Gene Simmons. He's been on Seinfeld. (laughs) We are beyond excited to welcome Michael Debar to shout it out loud, cast. Welcome, Michael.
4: Oh, I'm delighted to be here. Who is this Michael Debar fellow? <laughs> Who do you want him to be? Do you, you want to marry him? Or, or which is tough because I'm married and I've had. Yeah, <laughs> we well, just met your wife, so I don't think that'll she's work. She's the greatest. My third wife, uh, you know. Good things come in threes. You know, <laughs> that's threes right. That's... All sorts of things, <laughs> but I'm happy to be with you, Kiss fanatics. You know, I love them. I, You know, listen, I love – they opened for Silverhead. You know yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. 47. Yeah, 74. So, so me yeah. and Johnny Thunders, so we're in New York, and, you know, Silverhead, uh, 71 and 72, I don't remember at all. I, I remember, <laughs> you know, little things, little things like what I wore and stuff like important things. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm in the wings with Johnny Thunders watching Kiss – And we'd done Angel Dust, (laughs) and Peter Chris started to go higher and higher and higher and higher and and, oh my God, Johnny faints!
3: Wow, Johnny
4: Thunder faints (laughs) because of this. What the fuck is (laughs) happening? And we're so stunned. We've been up for like two months, you know, or whatever it was, and 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 that was my first you know, vibe of of KISS. And I was mesmerized by anybody who had the balls to go out there. I mean, you know, it was very difficult for us, too, with the eyeliner and mascara. Yeah. And, you know, but our makeup had been on there for six weeks. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> like we had somebody do it that morning and we go to do the gig, you know, with our makeup person. Right. Yeah, our makeup person was whatever girl in whatever city had some makeup. You know, that's that it was the vibe. So... I was struck by heroic they were on every level, on really? a rock and roll level, on a music level, on a ballsy level. And the songs were just rock and roll songs, Eddie Cochran, you know, yeah. but very loud, you know, and, and I love all of that box. You know? And then, of course, the whole thing switches, and I do I open for them in Madison Square Garden, which I think is a beautiful sort of vibe, you know. you got one thing with the clubs, and they were opening for, you know, glam rats like we were about as glamorous (laughs) as rats in the basement you know and then to open for these boys with uh, this extraordinary show they had it was just really great man you know it's a very very cool way to meet them and be with them yeah now so to jump in we always ask every guest that we have
1: some questions uh you know specific to uh the band yeah now Favorite do you have a favorite member or are you closer with one member over the others?
4: Yes. Uh, I always felt that I was sort of a gene guy.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah.
4: You know, there's two things going on here. Gene Simmons, you know, I have interviewed on on, on the various shows that I've had online. Yeah. And uh Paul, I respect deeply. I would see him every every now and then we I would go and have breakfast up on Benedict Canyon, and Paul would be there having like, you know, one egg. <laughs> You know what I mean? God bless him. And I think it was scrambled. I'm not sure. We can always call him. But but Gene was the one that I adored, you know, because he was so incredibly unique. Mm. He was not a stone schmuck. He wasn't desperate for coke and all of that bollocks, which, you know, the other two, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, of of, of Ace and Peter, absolutely, you know. And and that couldn't have lasted because, for obvious reasons, but I would say, you know, Gene Simmons, I've always respected him for so many, many things, what, what he's done and how he's always told the truth about his mother, about, oh, his half, great about story. what he believes in, what his philosophy is, what an entrepreneur he is. He's not just a demon. Yeah, no, a that's, that's that's character You know, he has a personal character. I have never seen him be somebody else other than who he is. He doesn't think about who he is. He is who he is. And a lot of people go around with that mantle of success and that gleaming rock stardom, and it's a and, and new teeth. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's true. It's you
2: can know back it up. it up. Yeah,
4: and, and then maybe an extra twelve pounds when they're not on the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. So they go from a twenty-eight inch waist to a thirty-five inch waist, and then have to get rid of it. <laughs> That's called rock and roll. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he's you know magnificent. I've interviewed him. He he believes he has a faith in himself, and I love that. I do oh, abs- absolutely. Going, you know it's not ego. Everybody thinks he's egoistic. That's not true. It's confident. Confidence. It's fucking yep. difference. You yep. know, you either believe in what you doing or you don't. If you don't believe it, who the fuck is going to believe you?
1: It's true. It's funny, I think you That's guys true. have that in common, though, Michael. Because I watched your documentary on Amazon. Oh, yeah. It is. Fucking awesome and anybody yeah. hasn't seen it needs to go see it it is uh, a great document on, right? on amazon prime
4: and it's directed by j elvis weinstein who is a brilliant yes 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 brilliant directors first time that he uh, you know done this and he came to me i did a tv show with him you know uh, several times and he was a writer on the shows and he said hey let's do a book so we started to do a book And then he started to get into me and then he thought, no, no, no. I think people should see it rather than read it, Yeah, (laughs) so (laughs) so, uh, which is so cute, you know, and uh, and he did. And he did. And, you know, it was the top 10 rock doc of that year because of the pandemic. Fantastic.
1: Uh, It's fantastic. It's it's you know what I, I found out. I mean, you're just it's very true. You're somebody that has always kind of been around. I always heard the name, whether it's in music, whether it's on film or TV, you're famous. And it's always like, but and I didn't know your backstory and watching it, I said to Tom, I was like, you know what's awesome about it? It's like he doesn't give a shit. He's him. No. Yep, no. He's him. He's genuine. And the background of you actually being a marquee. And I love I mean, how they told the story, how your ancestor so helped like the first French king in the, ever
4: <laughs> in the Battle of England. It's incredible. I'm like, Wait a it's minute. Yes. yes. And I can ride a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fantastic horse riding person. This difficult childhood. It's so goddamn romantic to be on a horse. I mean, What woman, girl, what woman of the age wouldn't like to see... Any man on a horse. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. The guys that ride horses get made, which oh. is the title of my new album. Um, let's get over <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a great name for a, for an album. There, Michael. We're going all the way, we're galloping along here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's fascinating shit because I'm reading, I'm watching the video, and they're talking about your background of like you're coming from this poor background, but because of that title you're entitled to go to like the best of schools yeah, and you're getting is. this education, but you're still poor
4: and, and, oh, yeah. you, and oh, you're learning to adapt. A no, my dad was in 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 jail, you know, for embezzlement, and uh, he was there for years. I and mean, my mum was in the loony bin, you know, because of schizophrenia and all of that. So, yeah, um, I, I can say it quite sort of unabashedly, and I, I I don't want to be emotional about it because a lot yeah. of people go through what I went through. Yeah, a lot I can anyone, imagine, you know, has been right. parents have been, shall we say, not present, but I, but it was a present. It was a present for me because I learned how to just deal with myself and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. I was left alone from eight to sixteen with these lunatic British aristocrats (laughs) who were all gay. (laughs) God bless them. I love gay people. I love all people. It doesn't mean it. What I do mean is I was abused by these people in this and I had to keep my head, I had to keep my soul on fire with, with with work and education, books. Everybody went away on the vacations, and I'm left in the library. Mm. You can imagine what the library of a public school in England was, everything Mm. from Socrates to, you know, to Serge Gainsbourg. You know, I mean, it was – Every and I learned and I read and I understood the aristocracy and I learned how to maneuver my life uh, that would be an, an advantageous. And I then I heard muddy waters, <laughs> you know, mm. and and that was that. Once I sussed the blues out, then I thought, well, that's I, you know, that was great. But I was cute, so I was putting, you know, I got TV shows real quick. Yeah, know? yeah. You know, I was like twelve, even younger than that you know, doing commercials and stuff. And, and then at 16, I did to say, I would love.
3: Yeah.
0: And you said, and you, and you said, and in the, uh, yeah, again, the documentary is just incredibly fascinating, but you said that once you saw your face, like whether it was on an advertisement or a billboard or on the screen for a movie, that's what you wanted to do. You like, and you kind of, and you even make the motion during the documentary of the screen with your hands and saying, that's, that's, that's where I want to be. I'm in your screen. And that was, and that, and God love you. You've carried that on until today.
4: Well, the the, the frame of life—if you, if, you know—it's <laughs> right here. Yeah. I'm in a frame with you.
3: That's yeah. right. I've been
4: in a frame all my life. Yep. You know, some have been eight by ten, some have been twenty feet by ten feet. You know, but as far as now, the, the what is the underlying emotion of that? Is to be loved. Right. I I was not loved. I didn't see, feel the love, you know, from the mom and dad. They were too, you know, involved in their own difficulties. So I'm sure all actors, actresses, musicians on that level are looking for some way of being held on a kind of a, a family level. And I've often looked out at that crowd, and of course sex is on their mind, of course, the rhythm of rock and roll, and that yeah. is, is a sensual thing. I've always said rock and roll's heart beat beats below your waist you know but there's that's right but there's another vibe going on as well and that is the ownership of you know knowing that these people are digging it so i'm heartbroken when they don't
3: yeah you know, yeah. and
4: all of this but i've come to terms with all that bullshit right now i just love to bring music to people with little Stephen, you know and great i do that three hours a day and have done for nine years and it's really centered me and taking away that egoic need for um, patronage and, and mother and father and so on.
0: Yeah, and it's really no surprise when you hear your story and we get back to Gene's story yeah, how, how, how the two of you have that kinship, how you, yes. you, you, you really are, are fascinated with Gene as a, as a human, not just as a rock star, because yeah. I think your stories aren't that different. Am I
4: right? No, he brought himself up, but he had this wonderful mother. Yeah, yes, that's tell, true. That's true. You know, but you can tell from him, from him that he knows what he wants. Yeah, I knew what I wanted. You know, and and, and to a degree, I am satisfied with what I what I got. You know, I mean, it's an amazing thing. You know what's what's really important to me is Gene. Now lives in seven castles, you know, throughout the world, and, you know, and has more shoes than um, Polina portsikova Okay, okay. Um, but then again, so do I. We uh, <laughs> so many things in common, high heels being one of them. But anyway, so he's got all of this shit. You know, it's wonderful, and he and he owns it. He believes. That he, yes, I, I'm good. This that's good. I deserve it.
3: Yep. Yeah.
4: And and you know I have not played Madison Square Garden seven nights in a row. You know I might have done a whiskey a go go seven nights in a row that I suggest is a lot more fun than doing yep. Madison Square Garden for seven nights. <laughs> you know I mean everything I've done. You know I haven't gone triple platinum, quadruple platinum, but I have here. Mm, I have exactly. a platinum heart. Okay? Yes, which is wonderfully said. Platinum. Yeah, uh, you know, for, for, for something a platinum heart and golden kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> you need those. You, you and need platinum those. Platinum testicles, which is the name <laughs> of my new band. We're very excited, anyway. But yes, Gene and I have a lot in common, and I, you know, I love the guy. He's amazing. He's a yeah, he's a superhero without the demonic vibe.
1: That's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah, it's true. the thing I was going to say is both you guys have no fucks given. You don't give a fuck. You're confident in what you want. You know it, so all the peripheral shit is okay. But you know what you want and what matters to you, and you just let it hang it out, and you're yourselves. And I and I really get that vibe. But I want to get back to one quick thing about
4: some kiss stuff. Yeah, what a favorite kiss song. You know, it's an interesting vibe and a great question and an obvious question. They've only written one song. They've only recorded one song. <laughs>
3: okay.
1: Mongoloid so, Man? I like
4: that song. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Make sense?
1: Make sense? Okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get, yes. I, I, I get it. I get you. I okay. mean, it's a Kiss
4: song. Oh, okay. You know, nobody else could, do, you know, ah, obviously is the biggest and the most yeah. interesting. And Rock most and roll. Yeah. See, the thing is, is the great artists have simplified even Dylan who, with his intellectualism a go-go you know he's he's simplified the the complex blowing in the wind yeah you don't understand what he's what he's talking about or you don't it's the same with kids you either either get off of uh yeah i want to rock and roll on night party every day you even under you know, that is a mantra for yep. teenagers indeed, your anthem teenagers are now 60 but but the the point is that that mantra is something they can live with when they're you know mending somebody's shoes. Mm. So you've got that in you. Kiss has brought out something that can never be taken away from either the band or the fans. Interesting. That's a really really important thing to understand. What's your favorite song? It would be mm. that because yeah. that song is all of the songs. Yeah, true. makes That's what you're saying. It's a great you don't point. Stand for something, you fall fucking over.
1: Mm. Excellent. I love that. Now, do you do you, um would you say his 78th solo album is your favorite album since you were on
3: that <laughs> one?
4: Uh, yeah, it was really fun. I look, he's got a tremendous sense of rock and roll. He's a great singer. He really knows harmony which is what, I, so what happened was there were a bunch of people singing. I can't remember. It was like yeah, the lady from uh, Peg Bundy was singing with you on see you in your dreams. That's Katie, the C- Katie Seagal. Right. They there was Helen yeah. Reddy. Katie is a, you know, and Cher. I love them both very much. You know, I've known yeah. them for two years, but the, what, what happened to me was I don't sing fucking harmonies. <laughs> you know. Mm. I mean, I scream and yell, as you know, and I, I and I, and Jean goes, wait a minute, look, you guys do the chorus thing and then he'll go in and make some noises. That's <laughs> I- you in the beginning, right? But that's well, your well, well, scream well, in, in the well, beginning of the song. That's you. That is indeed. I'm yeah. a good screamer. Ask anybody. Yeah,
1: so the listeners
0: need to know at the beginning of See You in Your Dreams at that, about that five-second mark, you hear that high-pitched scream. That's Michael right here. That's him.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And I was doing it. And it was fantastic, and I was sober at the time too. You know, I go really? yeah. 78? Was that?
0: that was seventy-eight.
4: Yeah, I was well sober by then, and still
1: yeah. am. Um, but that's a mar- uh, that's a great. I mean, that's a great other part of your life.
4: Well, it is, is. But it? also my attachment to Gene, who I've never seen. I don't think he even drinks. No, that. he doesn't no. do anything. He's
1: legendary. So, for that.
4: so we had that too, and uh, and yet at the time. You know, when we first met, I was using like crazy, you know. Which is why of- it's funny that you gravitate to Gene and Paul, the two
1: guys that are straight in the band. Yeah. And the two fucking party animals that yeah. I thought would be right up your alley, Peter no. and Ace. You didn't, you weren't, I mean, I've seen photos of you guys hanging out, but you weren't really close
4: to those two, were you? Well, dude, get junkies are boring. <clears throat> yeah. That's a good point. Is, oh, you're you're again, right. again, a great title because you, you know, I mean, you either got sus, they say in England. You're either in the moment, existentialism in the moment, like we are doing right now. This yep. is in the moment where nothing is rehearsed, no questions you've sent me. People send me questions, I rip them up, yep. wipe my ass with them and throw them and sell them on, you know, fucking Instagram. But anyway. Yeah. So, no, I didn't fall. In, you know, I'm not going to go – you know, go and go, <laughs> go, 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 Vince, get, get more, you know, get it. Yeah.
3: I got well, yeah, things. you've said, you, you've
0: been, you've said, you've said that, like, uh, uh, listening to a junkie story or, or talking about how much Coke Ace is going to snort. That's boring. That's not, ex- that's not exciting. Even if you're a party animal, you yourself. You're still a hard worker. You're a musician. You're dedicated to the craft. Well, I was and started
4: that... in the theater, you know. So, exactly. Was, you know, exactly. I started in a the theater, which meant I had to learn Hamlet. You know, I couldn't go out and go, Ooh, yeah. Right. Hamlet you know, is right. a little different. Right. You know, to be or not to be, that is the question, whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer. Oh, here we go. You know, so that is Shakespeare. So I would work hard. I knew every lyric of every song that Mick and Keith and John Paul and Keith Ralph ever wrote, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I understand the, uh, the the equation of brilliant drama and rock and roll. There's really no difference. It's just people who do what they do well. Yes. And that's all I've wanted to see. People who do it well, you know, like this new kid, Eddie, uh, what's his name? Briggles, Biggles, Eddie, what is it? A young kid in L.A., absolutely going to be on fire. Sort of glam vibe, you know, which yeah. is yeah. what I love. But again, glam my ass, you know. I
0: mean, <laughs> yeah, glam's a, glam's a little different now than than back when in the 60s when I first
4: did, You know, Silverstone, we opened for a band called The Sweet. They were oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were called like the Flying Eagles, and they all had beards and flared jeans and... Six months later, Mike Chapman, a dear friend of mine, turned them into the sweet. Now they have blue eyeshadow and heads.
0: Of course. So yeah.
4: That, that was a formula. You know, we went a form silver. <laughs> you know, as I said, we didn't sleep for two years. Wow. Tell us a little bit about what happened with with
0: Detective, because in your documentary, yeah. you, you talk about how you got hooked up with Swan Song, the legendary Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you were opening for KISS and everything yeah. looked like you were just set to you were set to soar. Detective was going to be the next
4: thing. Yes, and yes. You, yeah, you, go ahead. Well, I am the next thing, you know, even <laughs> if that thing isn't like on the cover of people every week. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather be on the cover of Star magazine. Okay. That's my that's my one achievement. I want to be on one of those dreadful Ralph's, you know, <laughs> those things that you'd see, Prince Harry blowing, you know, Cary Grant. <laughs> um, and you say, wow, yeah, I want it, yeah. That's what, yes. Okay. Well, not Cary Grant, you know. Maybe... I don't um, think he was alive when you were Prince Harry. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a time traveler. He's <laughs> no a well, time but, traveler. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, know, but you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's... Well, Jimmy... You see, Silverhead, we're playing in Birmingham. There's 15 people there. Did you hear, do you know the story?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Go get, tell our
1: listeners. So, I yeah. remember your four, story.
4: I'll tell you real quick four, though, Michael. You know, and four of them were Led Zeppelin because Bonzo's farm yeah. was a few miles away from the club. Yep. So we go over to the club, to the, the Bonzo, and we stay there two, three days, and, you know, they were rehearsing, and, you know, we formed a relationship there, and 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 jimmy i had a great interest you know in the crowley vibe but it, that didn't last long because i realized that he was a schmuck you know but it, it's uh but certainly that whole notion of magic mm-hmm. which is what jimmy page is magic yeah. sure. <laughs> yep, <laughs> the greatest sure. guitar player ever in my view mm-hmm. apart from Hendrix. but that heavy metal vibe you know exactly and, uh, i loved him and adore him and to this day I love him. And Scarlett, you know, his girl is a brilliant poet. They're both really artists, you know. He's a real artist, and he knew what he wanted, and he got it, you know. And uh, so I was very lucky after Soviet split up. I'm in L.A. with Miss Pamela. um, You know, I'm, I'm hanging out. I'm still strung out, and uh, Jimmy comes along and and somebody says, you know, look, let's go with Michael Monarch, he was a guitar player in Steppenwolf and we do the thing and Detective and mm-hmm. and it was good, you know, it was good records uh, what, what really happened was we were going to do this record where Jimmy was going to produce and he, you know, Robert's son died and Jimmy disappeared yeah. for a while and during yeah. that disappearance I disappeared into cocaine and so when the, it t- came time to make those records even though I, I think they're great records. I wasn't enjoying it particularly. Mm-hmm. I was so self-obsessed. Gee, what a shock. You know, but <laughs> it, was a, it was a detriment. But getting to know... See, the thing is, in my life, I've met so many people that, is, that are really talented. That, that, that outweighs how big the audiences were, how many records I sold. I promise yep. you this. Yeah. You know, the most important thing in my life is I've made good friends with great people. Nice. and it's kept me it's kept me creative to see what they do i mean jimmy page works harder than anybody even now with books and photographs and redo yes. mastering yeah, and mixing
3: yeah.
4: so he's he's always perfecting it with new technology and uh, and i feel the same way you know every day one has a quest and that you want to be you know and i want to know people like that and page was one of those people and you know and, and Kid, Gene and Paul, I mean, they adore Zeppelin. Who oh, boy, do they ever. Of course. Yeah. Oh, they a, love him. The thing about Paul that I love, just getting over from Gene, the yeah. thing about Paul is his favorite singers are my, uh, my favorite singers. And yep. they are Stevie Marriott, mm-hmm. Terry fucking Reed. Yeah. And, you know, and those cats, you know. Yeah. And, and R&B. You know, the yeah. guy's a blues guy. Um, and I liked his bluesy records. You know, I think he should have stripped it down and done it a little more sort of – you know, not so controlled, but maybe he will next time. But he, the production yeah.
1: on it's fantastic. That album the
4: production though. is too fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Too, he is, perfect. He, he, too, too perfect. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. It's too perfect. Okay. I, he's got a great voice, and I think that he got all that, that band and that you know that wonderful production. I think is great, but it, it's not as great as literally the simplicity of blues rhythm and blues. You know. Yeah. Because if well, you really think about it, they did two takes. You oh, yeah, know, yeah, that was enough because you know all of the great r and b singers that he loves Sam Cooke, you know they did it real fast but without all, all you know really constructed saxophones. And, I think know, he right.
1: picked up on that from Rod Stewart. He loves himself some Rod Stewart and Rod Stewart well, loves the yeah, Sam Cook Ro- vibe yeah. and all that, and
4: but Rods produced himself, you know he right. he knew that music, and the, uh, people don't really understand that Sir Roderick Stewart was as good as a producer as he was a singer, which might mm, cause I, I didn't realize that. Wow. A lot of people. He knew what he wanted. Even though he used, you know, great producers, I do believe in the early days, the faces and all of that, he had a very major part in how it would sound. And and how it sounded was, when you listen to the faces, you hear that piano.
1: There's oh, no yeah, the drums.
4: Or girls yeah. or fucking conga players or shit like that. It's just Rod, that bluesy thing with Ronnie Wood's perfection, Kenny mm. Jones. You know, yep. that, that's what Paul Stanley loves and should have maybe gone towards rather than doing a very slick R&B album. And I say that with love and appreciate. Oh yeah, it. of course. Yeah.
0: So one of the things that we were talking about online, we saw on Twitter was it's about a week or so ago. It was the anniversary of the release of Destroyer, and there was an article online about you know. 10 or 20 on facts that you might not know about destroyer. And they talked about a song called ain't none of your business, which recently has come to the forefront for kiss fans because it's, it was made available on the destroyer box set for the 45th anniversary. Prior to that kiss fans, really, it was kind of underground. It really wasn't well known, but in that article, it said that Bob Ezrin didn't think that the song was quote, sophisticated (laughs) enough to make destroyer. Now I bring this up because you were involved with that and detective even recorded it. <laughs> our listeners can't see but michael is giving the finger right now not to me or zeus but i think to that story
4: now i how will tell you will... say how oh, dare this random. man say that 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 is kiss known for its sophistication <laughs> i, I couldn't i couldn't agree <laughs> with talking you god of fucking thunder is <laughs> <laughs> this T.S. <G>. Eliot? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't none of your business is a rock and roll song. Kiss is a yes. rock and roll band. Fuck off. <laughs> if I ever see you, I will not buy you lunch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that being said, Mike, I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. And, and Zeus can attest to this because I've said this long before we met you. I think Peter singing that song, I think
4: right. it kicks ass. He's a great I, singer. He, it's but, like and a it song. Get out of here. I mean I, was, I mean, I read this thing. Yeah. Sophisticated. I couldn't believe how you know it. How about you guys who are kissing that have yeah. you ever heard any KISS fan say that KISS, yes, listen man, Destroyer, so sophisticated. Yeah. It's That's true. the most sophisticated album ever made. This is better than Burt Bacharach. This is sophistication.
0: <laughs> I, I, mean, I, Michael, I couldn't I mean,
4: agree I mean, with what, you what more. What world are you living in? What kind of ego that this producer has, who, by the way, is a spectacular producer. Oh, sure. I'm not saying anything about his talents. But to come at me, wrong. Not a good idea. Not a good thing. Now, did you you... beat him to death with my intellectualism and my understanding of music? You know, my understanding of music is way above his head. There you okay. go, Michael. I nice. love it. Love
1: it.
0: Now, did you now did you write that song with Kiss in mind, or was it a deta- like? Tell us about how 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 did no, you, I how I you brought it, it in? You
4: know, I mean, yeah. it's just a great song. I really don't want to get into the you know who wrote it and all. Okay, that. that's but, fine. But you but don't the have the most to. important yeah. thing to re- understand is it's re- it was a great blues song. Ain't none of your business. Nah, nah, never you mind. Got <laughs> attitude. You mind is yeah. that sophisticated? Never you mind. Is that the, what is that? That's great. As sexy is what that is. I, I couldn't have got attitude. It's, oh, it's, uh, but it's all always all well in rock and roll. God bless him. He's a great producer. He's done some great work. In this particular thing, get out of here.
1: <laughs> and that's where we, I'm like, oh, we got to get Michael on to talk about this. But there's a third song. So we've done See You In Your Dreams. We just talked about Ain't None Of Your Business. There's a third song you worked with Kiss on, and that's Gene. And I mean, the title has kind of become a punchline for our podcast, and that's Mongoloid Man. Do <laughs> you want to tell us about that and how the fuck that came about? It's you, Gene, and Joe Perry from Aerosmith. These yeah. three musical awesome geniuses
4: came up with Mongoloid Man. You want to help us out? Yeah, I think, you know, Gene has a real comedic sense. And I think that a lot of, you know, and, and really, he's a, he's a hilarious guy. I mean, he's yeah. a really funny guy. I you know, I'm constantly laughing in his presence, you know. And I do believe that Mongoloid Man is as dumb and <laughs> as sophisticated. as, <laughs> exactly. as, as it's, exactly. Yeah, come on, Mongoloid Man. Yes, Shakespeare, Hamlet, Tammy the Shrew, and Mongoloid Man. These are all great artworks. <laughs> Give me a break. I mean, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a co- look, Gene loves comics. You know, <laughs> he's 70-something years old and he stories his comics. You know, because, oh, yes. because oh, yes. you know why? Because it's comforting for him. You know, yeah. he's it was such from an a different time for him. Yeah. And he has such a belief system that of course he's gonna to want to go in a, a little, you know, little direction and do something fun. Mongoloid man. Yeah. I think you were
1: doing a little bit of the call and answer with him. He was singing some of that.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Him, right? I, which I love to do with good singers. He's a great yeah. singer. You know, he's got to see the thing about the singing thing is do you believe the vocalist? Right. Is he singing right. the truth? I mean, Isn't you know, he Mongoloid man? What yeah. do you ever, did you turn to him and
1: say, dude? What are you doing here? What? the no, got to come I, up with I a different title. It. I thought it
4: was great. I thought, you know, because, you know, they're not Metallica, you know. I mean, it's <laughs> you know, true. It's death and, 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 and Hammers and Axes yeah. and Judas Priest, Judas this, uh, you know, <laughs> i pilot as my new band, P-A-I-L-O-T. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, good I'll, one. I'll be in a big plane and I'll fly, you know, <laughs> I mean all that metal stuff and all that death metal is so sad. It's like a thirteen year old playing, mm. you know, in the in the basement. Yeah, I, I, working I, off masturbating to a book based on Vikings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I agree with your your theory about that kind of music. I get shit up for it. I just think there's so much more to be more fun. It's too it's too out there. Rock and roll is sex, not killing people.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's well said. I like that. That's well said. Now, yeah. when you, now, when you were involved with Gene's album or, or, or the solo albums in general, what did, I mean, you're a Kiss fan at the time. Were you like, Gene, what, what is going on with this album? Like, is this, is this, this isn't a Kiss album. What are you doing here? Or, or, or was it like, Hey, he's expressing himself. He's an artist. He has friends in the business. This is what he wants to put together.
4: Well, it comes to a point in your life where you can do anything you want and and right. so you know it's like he bought two Rolls Royces you know uh you know I mean if you if you are in the position to do anything you want what would you do you do right. it you do whatever you want great point and in his case just like anybody else he did that you know fortunately he didn't get Bob Ezra to produce and other than that <laughs> yeah you know, it's great you know I, I I don't mean that Bob if you're listening you know, <laughs> I admire you, but that was really dumb. Anyway, but you love know, Gene, Gene can do whatever he wants. He can live in, uh, you know, Las Vegas and and sell that, and then get another one here and there. And it, uh, you know, Mongoloid men you know, come to his uh, help. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, the- hi, Mongoloid guys. Hi, fellas. <laughs> yeah, you could come over and uh, just uh, you know entertain Shannon while I go out to uh, go shopping. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. Okay, what 20 minutes? <laughs> 20 minutes?
1: Okay. okay, bye. Royalties from Mongoloid Man, I can see. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, my God. I bought a house in the Bahamas.
4: What's <laughs> <laughs> <Royalties laughs> the <for> Bahamas, Bahamas, <laughs> Bahamas is what they call it now.
1: Yeah. Michael, so, Michael I, I got to ask you a couple, and I'm getting a little off track, but I want to take a step back. You were talking about the whole thing with Jimmy and stuff. I, I wanted to say earlier. I'll never forget when I was a kid, a teenager, and getting Hammer of the Gods, flipping through it, reading the part about Swan Song, and seeing the infamous photo of Detective and Jimmy passed out on the couch. And you talk about it a little bit in your documentary on, uh, and I, I just didn't know the real backstory about all that.
4: Fascinating shit. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it. they all were in Malibu, uh, all four of them. Uh, and we were in, you know, at some flash hotel with Peter. And we we just signed, you know, the contracts with Peter. And we were there Peter away. Grant? Yeah. And, okay. and Richard Cole, with, yep. you know, who yep. I adored and loved and recently left yep. the planet. But he was not the Richard Cole that ended up sober and fantastic. You know, he was a tough guy. He threw... You know, he would do anything at any time. It was very, very... It was a strange thing going on with Zeppelin, biggest band in the world, immediately. That's yes, the word that nobody really understands, that these four guys were about 19, 20, you know, comes over and conquers America. Mm. Each gig, 10,000 more people. I mean, literally. And so that run was unbelievable. And, you know, substances pop up and you know, that happens. And in terms of that day, we were at the hotel <clears throat> for quite some time while the lawyers worked it out with Peter Grant looking menacingly. <laughs> you, know, uh, you, you know, I've been through a lot of stuff, man. You know, and I, I don't know why I'm telling you all of this, but. All the this better. Is what, this is what really went down. Um, and, you know, Richard Cobb's throwing coat hangers at us and, you know. and uh, For what reason? No reason. No no reason, just throwing shit at you. (laughs) There's no reason, man. You know, it's just uh, power. Yeah. Uh, Because they were isolated and powerful. Yeah. And they didn't get to see the rest of the world for the rest of their lives. In many ways, if you think about it deeply, like I have. Yeah. So that went down. And Jimmy, you know, um, somebody, you know, people went to go get him so he could be in the signing photographs to legitimize detectives signing with Swanson. And let's just put it this way. He was exhausted.
0: (laughs) That's a kind way of saying it.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave the rest, you know. Yeah. People can watch the documentary. It's It's not for me to judge Jimmy Page. I love Jimmy Page. Of course. Of course. And I just suggested that we sit there in front of him, you know, which (laughs) I thought was funny. Of course, you know, all of my life I've wanted to make things humorous and active and and positive. And I thought, you yeah. know, the, the, you know, you'd look at bands of the the eight by ten and bands that. Mm. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. Scowling or yeah.
4: And, and I don't want to oh. scowl, motherfucker. You know, I've been scowled at by the. I, you know the aristocracy of England. I don't need to be you know scalded <laughs> by the bass player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, I thought it was funny, but you know, it, it it was misinterpreted and sort of. And Jimmy was furious, and and my dear friend Danny Goldberg, you know, had set it up, and and you know, he took most of the, the, the vibes that Jimmy was just furious about. Mm, yeah. So he shouldn't. You know, but there it is. And, you know, that me, and I'm, I'm still friends with Jimmy. And, it's, again, it's Good. beautiful I mean, that's just amazing.
1: That's just an amazing thing. Because, I mean, we could talk to you about this. We could have spent this last half an hour or so just talking about your acting career. Yeah. And all the amazing people that you you became friends with just from your acting career. And which is the thing, which is I always find I so fascinating about you. It's like you're always... Everybody that you meet or come around you, it seems to always gravitate you. You have that persona that people want to be around you. And you, whether you, you know, got the number one hit, it doesn't matter. You're the rock star in the room when you walk in. And there might be other guys that sell millions of albums, but people are fascinated by you.
4: I think it's because you know when you meet somebody, and I appreciate everything you've said, but when you meet somebody that doesn't give a fuck, really yes, you yes. Know, um, I, I think then that they feel safe agreed so we the- it. <clears throat> Live aid. Mm. So there I am. three days before I, I you know I get the phone call, three days. so I've got to rehearse 30 songs in three days this is with power station George. i adored yeah, Palmer. I yeah mean, this is power this is power
0: station right, right. Yeah.
4: power station right michael power station right the power station thing yes. was so fascinating i mean yep. really come on i mean three days yeah and i'm gonna play with mick jagger tina turner bob dylan you name it i mean wow. it's, like, you know, it's insane and yeah. i felt like a billion dollars never mind that's I'm awesome mm. i bounced out there like but what have i got to lose i've been in 62 bands I've, you know, I've made you know twenty movies by then. And, you know, I I was well rehearsed. I could do, do a song. You could sing it once. I could do it, and I had to learn all these different songs. And and then we did my songs. Obsession was like number one all over the world at that time. Mm. That I wrote with the great Holly Knight. With Holly Knight, yes, that's, that's the right. other Kiss connection, Holly Knight. Yes, yeah, right. Holly Knight had written for them too. But in terms of the whole notion of uh, people uh, uh, magnetized by yours truly, is is that. I listen to them mm-hmm. because we can get a conversation going that's got nothing to do with the difficulties of your life but the advantages of your life. I am grateful for this stuff i don't I don't have any regrets at all. If you can say that to somebody who obviously is hurting even a big star and let me tell you, big stardom is fucking hard, mm. you know because you can't go anywhere. You know they expect you to be spectacular every time. You know, in full makeup and clothing and perfect. Nobody is that. It's on the screen, you know. So it's very so. A lot of you know. I mean, Don Johnson, Clint Eastwood, all yeah. of these people I've worked with, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld is the is really the absolute exquisite perfection of stardom and how he deals with it. That's millions of dollars, and and there's a reason for that. He makes everybody feel good. He he's knows his lines backwards and forwards, you know. And uh, There are a few, you know. But my experience is the more famous you become, the more difficult it becomes.
0: And speaking of Jerry, we talked about this before we started recording. <laughs> yes. You're probably, you're looking at two of the all-time biggest Seinfeld fans. And we would be remiss if we didn't talk about this for a few minutes. One of the greatest Seinfeld episodes <laughs> ever. And I'm telling you, and one of the reasons it is one of the greatest episodes is your role as the valet, <laughs> or 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 the I'm sorry, the major D.
1: Yeah, the major D.
4: yeah, yeah,
0: major D. For the smelly car,
4: the valet stank. Yeah,
0: yeah, the valet. Oh, it, it is. It, 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 <laughs> he had I mean, bo. Everybody, how B. how B. did B. you B. how did you end up getting that role in how, with Jerry and
4: just? It's an incredible performance, and it's only about God, you, two minutes long. You, I did it under the normal circumstances. You get your agent calls you, and she sends you the scripts. You know, yeah. And, and you try and find somebody, you know, in yourself that would make that funny. And uh, I go into the, you know, the uh, casting director, and and Jerry's always there. Everything, you know, Larry yeah. Charles, all those cats are great. Yep. You know, producers and stuff. And uh, and I just I just nailed it. You know, I didn't bring a script with me. I wore a suit and tie. Yeah. And I said, what am I doing here exactly? Is it? Can I look at the kitchen? <laughs> Could I look at the kitchen? Yes, and the chef is good. And I, fa- I, what I did was pretend that I was being, you know, having a meeting about being the matriarch of a restaurant. so awesome. Tips. So, what sort of tips does one get? Uh, <laughs> <it is>. Tips, <laughs> tips, money. Yes. And and they were going, and they were fucking, they'd given the fucking job. <laughs> Even right. a restaurant, you know. <laughs> so, and then we ended up, and then when we would do it, it was so funny, you know. That, because anything to do with body odor, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumbness is is on fire there. I, you know?
1: I, I just found your pronunciation of every word that came out of your mouth. Yeah. Me and Tom would imitate it. A, Every yeah. once in a while on Twitter, I would tweet back to you and you'd laugh about it and
4: stuff. And it was, so I don't have great. time to smell it's cause so I'm great. a busy man. Oh, that's so fabulous. Because, you know, being going to those schools, you know, it was all of this. My, 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 Michael, what does your father do? Yeah. It, well, well d- daddy's in prison. It's not <laughs> was not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I came up with the line and I said... I said, my father has independent means. And they would go, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> what does an independent mean? <laughs> and, like, and, and, and that was so sort of like, uh, you know, uh, oh, wow, what is that? This is like so rich that you can't even say what the guy said. But they spoke like that guy in Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. He's British. <laughs> it's all this. Prince Harry. Uh, Charles. <laughs> King Charles, yeah, King Charles. exactly. Totally that weird. expression you're doing now with your head in the shaking like that. That's in the episode. Everything she stands for. And you <laughs> think totally because really, 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 they all sound like you know, totally, totally incredibly stupid and rude. And uh, <laughs> Megan should have done that, should you, You know, have sex with uh, you know my, my son. How dare he? You know, there's this British fucking thing that's so disgusting—the <laughs> class system. So I wanted to take the piss out of them at uh, this restaurant, you know, and, <laughs> and and you know, it was the biggest show that they had in numbers. You no, know, oh, it's, it's incredible. We incredible. love that episode. and, and, we, and, and, and it's, the uh, I mean, people still come up to me and my wife, you know, and they go, "Murdoch, Mur-
1: Murdoch." That's right, MacGyver.
4: That's you know, right. Murdoch. So sweet, you know, I mean, yes. I, yesterday we yes. went for a walk at the Huntington Gardens in Pasadena and this young kid came up and said, I just love Murdoch. He was a southern kid. On yeah. I-, I love you. I love you right now. You don't look the same. though. you kind of look different. That's OK, because <laughs> I love you and I love you to kill the nice. Know, and I thought, wow, that's that's surreal magic. You know, that's the TV for you. These reruns. Plus, I get at least $2 every time something's shown. <laughs> you know, so I'm very wealthy. <laughs> well, Michael, I mean,
1: we can't, I don't know, we can't thank you enough. Um, right now, currently, you're still
4: doing the uh, Little Steven radio show on Series oh, XM. Oh, God, am I ever? Yeah, I love it. You, but I've made an album, you guys. And when I, I it's, it's going to blow your mind. It's, um, it's a fantastic record. It's cover songs, but I can't tell you what it. But Ooh. you can imagine what it is. But it, it's the best thing I've ever done. Really? Okay. I've ever okay. sung better in my life than I did. I have a great band. Guitar, bass, drums. Very simple rock and roll, but really powerful. Nice. Really. And power. when is it? when <clears throat> is it out? When is it out? No, no, is it out? No, you'll know when it's out. I'll send it to you guys. Oh, okay, excellent. Yeah, excellent. we would love to hear, and we'll certainly push it's it called, out. There. It's, it's called. It's only rock and roll
0: perfect perfect and wow. even
4: though that's you mixed vibe you know nevertheless it's true where is it where is it rock and roll right now where is it I, you know
1: it's yeah. dead according to Gene
4: <laughs> yeah according,
1: according to Gene he thinks
0: he thinks rock and roll is dead maybe you should give yeah, him a I, call yeah,
4: I completely disagree with that because you, the, the whole thing about it no nothing dies hmm. you know it's it comes in waves. As as all good things must, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. The orgasmic wave will come and go, like the sea, like the ocean. It'll come in, it'll go out, it'll come in. You know, Gene's very very singular, and he has statements. You know, the, that's the one thing I think that his brilliant, unique genius is sort of suffers from a particular line that he can only drive down. There are a mm-hmm. lot of alleyways. There's a lot of corners. And I like corners, alleyways, and gutters. And that would describe rock and roll.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Michael, this has been beyond fascinating. We can't thank you enough for your time. Guys, if you're not following Michael on Twitter, do it. He's very active and he's excellent. He's one of my favorite follows. Uh, Michael, people can check you out on your website. Everybody keep your uh, eyes and ears open for his new record. Uh, Michael, again, this has been a thrill. We thank
4: you so much for your time and for your talking with you both. You know, you're humorous. You love something. You believe in it. I believe in what you believe in, too. Thank you. I think I've had a lovely lovely conversation with you. Thank you so
1: much, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Of course. So that was Michael DeBar. I know what I thought. What about you think, Tom? It was amazing. I didn't. I didn't want it to
0: end. Like I couldn't believe how quickly it moved, and I didn't want it. I was just having so much fun, and just the story. Like listening to a guy who was work who worked with Jimmy Page and Robert Plant, who was hanging out with Gene, and you know has some choice words to say about Bob Ezrin's decisions to not leave that song off of uh, "Destroyer" that he you know thought was pretty cool. Uh, Just incredible stuff. And then of course at the end, you know, we get into his acting, and Zeus and I are big, big Seinfeld geek, so talking about that uh just just incredible stuff. We a, a real gracious guest and a very very kind man.
1: Yeah, our our streak continues of just being overwhelmed and surprised how how awesome a guest can be. Yep. He came in and just blew us away. He's so thoughtful, his storytelling is fantastic. He's got total like you you got like you know you're talking to him He's got this charisma. You can't, I don't know. You can't put a word on it. And he's just got that. No fucks given attitude that really translates. He has a ton of stories. He's knows everybody yet. He's treating us like, yep. Hey buddy. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. 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 Yep. So kind, so thoughtful, love his storytelling, love his appreciation of Gene and Paul. Me too. Love it. Yeah. Because you would think a guy like that, kind of like a punk-like thing, we might be like, oh, fuck those guys. No. No. no he's the opposite. Yep. Complete opposite. Obviously, he like really treasures his relationship with Gene. Yep. And uh, it, it really shows. It really shows. Great stuff.
0: Great stuff. Thank you, Michael.
1: Tom, what we do next, we go to Kiss Question.
0: You got one? Of course. Yes, we do. We got one from our good friend and longtime listener, Wes Beach. Speaking of Kiss Connections, the plasmatics. Yeah. He starts off with, hey, guys. He says, got me thinking. Do you think that Vinny Vincent could have saved the elder if he came along sooner? It would have been a much different album, and he did work with Bob Ezrin.
1: What do you think? Hmm. No, I don't think so, because as talented as he was, he produced a great album called Creatures of the Night through his contributions. That did nothing. That was still a makeup album. The same members that are in Creatures and, you know, the touring of Creatures before Lick It Up. Yet that didn't find success. So why would music from The Elder find success? So even if the songs are good, I think they were dead in the water. Well, okay. Okay. Let's look at it from
0: a separate angle. Let's let's not look at it from like a sales. Let's look at it as like a quality. Like you you love Creatures of the Night. Most Kiss fans love that album. I, I but don't. But I also
1: like music from The Elder.
0: Right. But I'm saying I I, I actually think that this is a good question because I think Vinny could have added something or maybe steered some of the direction. I mean, the, the Paul and Gene were going to do what they wanted to do. Bob Ezra was going to do what they wanted to do. But I think Vinny put it this way. If Vinny was involved, it could not have been worse. Okay, I don't think I think he would have. I think he would have made it better. Could he have saved them? I don't know about that, Wes. But um, I love these what if questions. I think they're so fun to talk about and think about. Uh, And as Kiss nerds, we love it. We know you guys do do too. But uh, Wes, great question, buddy, and thanks for always just being a longtime fan and supporter of the show. We appreciate it.
3: Yeah,
1: Tom, tell us where uh, people can find us. Best place is our
0: website, shout Uh everything March Madness is there too. There's a whole special March Madness uh link there. You can see the bracket, you can see when it gets updated, you can see the polls from Twitter, uh, which is a cool way as the as the tournament progresses. You can go and look back at who won, who lost instead of having to try to scroll through our Twitter feed. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but then of course, all of our episodes: Shout It Out Loudcast, Dorm Damage, Album Review Crew, Zeppelin Chronicles, all the rankings. Links to our Patreon, links to our merch store, links to our Amazon shop. Uh, Everything is there. It's the best place to do that. So please check that out. And you can obviously send us messages through the website, too, as we talked about earlier. Uh, And, of course, you can use our email, shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. Please send us your emails. We read them all. And uh, we try to get to most of them during the show, too. But please continue to do that. And, of course, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, very active on that. Uh, tag us, post up, uh, you know, all that good stuff. We're we're very actively involved. You know that. Uh, and as we said earlier, our amazing and wonderful Patreon family, we love you guys. Uh, if you're interested, check us out at patreon.com or download the app and search for us. And we're also proud to be part of the Pantheon Podcast Network of Music Podcasts, so we can check us out there too as well.
1: Yeah, so uh, I always tell people they can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, as you saw, we also put up the video for the interview with Graham Bonnet, the actual video. So we're starting to do that. If we get our interviews uh, on, the, uh, on the album review crew, the interviews will probably do that as well. So check out our – so we're going to start putting those videos out there. So if that interests you, please make sure you subscribe. Give us one of those five-star – child reviews on apple itunes stitchers spotify facebook uh your mother's cookbook i don't care if you see a five-star review give us one we appreciate that's a big help to the show and as we talk about well how can you help the show five-star reviews patreon's the number one and go use our amazon store and of course our awesome merch uh, I know there are some countries that it's hard to get it set up. And so reach out to us if it's not in your area because you have to go to Amazon and or you go to our merch on our website and our merch is done by Amazon now. So with that being said, if you have difficulties of any kind because you're in a state where Amazon, because you're in a country where Amazon's diff is not set up, let us know. We can work that with you. I know we got somebody set up in England earlier this week uh, that wanted to get a new Shout It Out Loudcast shirt. Also, our buddy Jeff Trott set up some great new designs. Uh, the Paul's bike one is fucking hilarious. Incredible. The Zeppelin Chronicles he cleans up and a few others. Go to our Amazon store or go to our merch on our website, shout it com, shout it com, And I always like to give the email if you want to send us a message at shout it gmail at gmail.com, shout it at gmail.com. Tom, what we like to do is end with famous last words. You got any? Oh, I do. I will be what I will be.
0: Quit your checking on me. Don't start your induendos. Or given me a third degree. Ain't none of your business.
1: <laughs> if I want to get a free, <laughs> isn't that salt and pepper on the weekend? Ain't none of your business. Oh my God, I think you're right. Right?
3: Remember that song? Yes,
1: yes. All right, well, I got one here too. Cause I'm a mongoloid man. <laughs> I do what I can. A mongoloid man, man, man. I do what I can. Michael DeBar. Oh, the Marquis Michael DeBar. Tom, Loudcasters, Kiss Army. Thank you very much.
0: A huge, huge thanks to Michael DeBar. Incredible. And his lovely wife, too, who helped set up the uh, Zoom forum and check all the information there. She was very lovely as well. Yes. And uh, and again, thank you guys so much for everything. Uh, we're just so thrilled with the interaction, the support, the feedback. It's just so great to see. Uh, we love you guys. And Zeus, as always, my friend, thank
4: you. Peace out, Girl Scout. I'm not paying for that. I've already got my $7. (laughs) Erotic journey from Milan to Minsk.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.